It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, fire it down. Yes. Turn it off. <laughs> we are deep oh. in the offseason. How deep are we in the offseason? It's just me and Dev, baby. Uh, they forced me in here. That's it's, how That's how deep we are in it's here. It's the couch boys, dude. Normally my uh, co-couch member. Yeah, and then the, the, the microphones are so... I can't whisper in your ear. Like something very, very yeah. positive. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, it is, we don't even have a person. I know. Listen, right it's, it's a very special show. It is the D&D Corner. Dev and D-Line, together at last, the combination absolutely nobody asked for, but won't be able to start asking for or after this happens. Um, I'm really excited, man. I've not seen you in a little while. Um, let me start off by asking this. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Vegas was like the last time that I feel like I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, uh, yeah, you look different. Like, it looks like your soul has returned. Uh, it has. <laughs> I got a couple of weeks off. Well, we've like six weeks away, like from the like the last game of the season. Oh, my God. Uh, which was a great game. Then we had a summer league, which took a little bit more of my soul. And now I'm, I'm feeling back. I'm feeling all right. Uh, I am D-Line, a.k.a. Eric, a.k.a. Uh, what else do you guys call me? Um, Dickhead, things like that. Me, King. Not to my I face. call you King. Oh, my man calls like, me King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things that. like that. And I am joined by Dev, superstar Dev Duvalier, uh, the star of the show, the only one that anybody ever, ever wants to see or talk about when they watch. Um, wow, what an, what an episode. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be a great one. Yeah. We've got a couple topics we're Let's going to talk this. about today. The uh, NBA season is over, but NBA news never stops. What I like to say personally, there's never an off season for talking NBA basketball. Nuggets basketball. For there's talking never. Nuggets basketball, there's never an off season. There's not a football season. There's not you know baseball season. It's all Nuggets season. All and it should be now. They're champions. Listen, baby. It's, all, it's a Nuggets world. We're just living in it. I don't even feel like I'm part of it anymore. Like I have to ask permission to be part of it. It's like too big for me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're, like, you're like Jeff Morton. I am. I'm like I've aged myself out of the conversation. I just spent but you're still there. You're I'm still, still you're still a big part of I'm it. I'm still here, my man. So one of the things we're going to talk about today, uh, Nikola Jokic has come out, or I should say, it has come out that Nikola Jokic will not be participating in the FIBA World Cup for uh, Team Serbia. A blow, I know, to many of our viewers. Uh, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit. Also. Uh, on a show for The Ringer, uh, former Denver Nugget, Austin Rivers, forever a Nugget, uh, came out with some pretty like fiery quotes about the Dame Lillard situation and the impact and implication it has on, for the league, or has on the league in general moving forward. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. And then third, the most important, 
We're gonna find out what Dev likes, dude. Oh man, I love so many. We're gonna love, I find like out. Some, I don't like a lot of things, but no, that's I also true. I also like a lot of things. We are definitively going to find out. We're gonna have the summer edition Dev likes list. We're gonna find out just what Dev likes so far in this deep, deep off season. What's keeping him afloat, and um, we're gonna go from there. So let's do this. All right, let's get into it. First and foremost, the big topic of the day. Uh, Nikola Jokic, via Coach Pesic, um, he came out and he said that officially now Jokic will not be participating. We didn't quite know what the status was on this, um, but it was said uh, that Pesic met with a lot of players, every player that was uh, you know in their crosshairs for who they wanted to participate. I think that you would look at the best player in the world as maybe the first one on that list who you want to be on your team. But he said that several conversations were held with Jokic and they those were the best conversations he had with players uh, that can't accept the invitation. Uh, but the concrete reasons as to why he is not participating is he is neither physically nor mentally ready. He's worn out and is not ready to take on the responsibility that is expected of him, explained Pesich. Uh, what is your reaction to that? Just hearing that. Well, first off, I um, I'm I, I'm sad for a lot of the Serbian yeah. um, people and just you know the the culture that they have there. Um, having gone to Serbia, it gave me a new sense and understanding of like what it truly does mean to that country. Because like if if LeBron was to bow out of playing for USA, I'm like, oh, that's okay. And, you know, like there's Kevin <laughs> yeah. Durant. There's Kevin Durant. We You're have like, someone. He's else. probably making Space Jam four. Yeah, we, yeah. We're just like it is what it is. But you know, going there and seeing the culture and how much it truly means yeah. to everyone, and we got to see it with you know Euro Cup. Like that is way smaller, but yeah. that means a lot to them. Yeah. Um, but to be able to represent the country in a different light, um, I, I know that that. You know, that has brought a lot of emotion to a lot of people where they feel. I can't tell anyone how to feel, especially, you know, Serbians. So people on the Internet that are telling Serbians how to feel um, one way or the other, like it's just wrong. You can't, you know, determine how someone should feel. Um, I did see um, an actual tweet that went out that someone said, like, how would how would you feel if Jokic was like, you know, in the middle of the playoffs and decided to not play so he could come play in Serbia, I would be actually pissed. Yeah, I'd be really pissed. I would be so mad yeah, about that. So like that actually brought like a little bit more light to me, like of, you know, what it truly does mean to them. So the one really, I can't tell you how to feel about that, but I do feel for you um, in this because I wish that there was a way that he could, you know, not feel so much. Uh, pressure. I do feel like it's a lot of pressure playing yeah. for Serbia. Um, he's coming off of his last three you know, years of basketball was just a very, very long stretch with a lot of you know different factors that play into it. Back to back MVP seasons. Um, the bubble was right before that. Um, he had the World Cup, you know, qualifier. Yeah. Um, and then he's coming off of an MVP season yep. um, in, in which, you know, that was like a true representation of like, you know, Serbia as well. So, yep. I, you know, I I understand um, the, the pressure that he's under and trying to get there mentally because really it's another expectation for him, like yep. another obligation that he would have had to, to go through, um, which, you know, if he plays – who knows if they win? That's also another disappointment if they don't win. But if they do win, it means a lot to the country, but at what toll? So it's it's hard. Really, it's hard all, all in all. I, I know. I feel the same way. I mean, like like you, I was in Serbia. I don't know if do you remember I was there. Yeah. I, did. I was there. The whole time? No. Well, in a manner of speaking, yeah. I was uh, there. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Like, it really became crystal clear. I mean, it was said in no uncertain language that 
to the Serbians and famously now in uh, the documentary, uh, 100, invisible, 100 Invisible Threads on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, it was said that, you know, it doesn't really, club championships don't really mean anything. Uh, it, they want, in Serbia, they want you to win a title wearing a Serbian shirt. Um, and we saw that, you know, we saw, you know, what it, me I mean, it, you were talking about like a very small portion of the world, Serbia, not very big. Um, you know, and that Serbia also a place that oftentimes gets sort of derided and sort of put down, you know, sort of look, looked down upon in many ways. And so with having um, Djokovic, you know, probably the best tennis player ever and Nikola Jokic come from Serbia, like this is a massive deal. Like it, there's a lot of pride involved. It's tough because, you know, like Nikola Jokic, believe it or not, actually a human being. Like I understand like what it is to be too tired to take. I mean, I frankly, I don't even know if I can take on this season. Like this podcast a little bit too much for me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm, we're, I don't know what I'm, yeah. like if it was up to me, I would explain to you, I was going to, that this is, I'm not physically or mentally ready to take on this podcast today. But I stepped up, so I'm better than Jokic in some ways. Yeah, just one. <laughs> I get it, though, man. Like, last time Jokic ducked international competition, like, it was bad. Like, the Serbians were really turned on him. Um, but it was because we found out later that Natalia, his wife, was pregnant with baby Ognjana. Mm -hmm. um, so that you understood a little bit more. And, you know... I don't know. It's it's tough. Like, but when, think about that expectation that, that he had at that time. He had to come out and explain that his wife was pregnant and how they turned on him at that time. Yeah. Maybe that played into like I don't want to put myself through that, especially like for the letdown or especially for you know just if I'm not at my tip top shape. Like, who knows if he's just not really resting? Like, right. really, like not playing basketball at all right now, or yeah. just not there mentally, or he needs to have this break and family time. And I mean, we know, you know he's these been other. These other obligations. But it's also, if you see the rafting video, it's family time. It's true. He gets to actually relax and be with his people. Um, so, like, having to just ramp right back up after putting your everything into it and, in a way, neglecting family. Yeah, um, not in a way. You know, you're like, yeah, I want to get to be with my daughter. I yeah. haven't been able to do those type of things. And also, like, the, the pressure that the country put on me and, you know, all of those expectations that came with it, maybe that does play into it. But also... Uh, you know, I understand like, hey, you're being you're going to probably be able to do something that we've never seen before. I know. And that there goes that like from the other. side. So I do feel and sympathize for them on that side of you are the golden guy. You're the, the ticket. You are the opportunity for us to, you know, get that one title that we've been wanting with Serbia across our, you know, that that means something to them as well. So I, I feel like there's a lot. There is a lot. I mean, like this is obviously much deeper than we can possibly really understand i mean you don't really understand somebody's shoes even if you make the best efforts to walk in them but it is especially hard for us to understand because like you mentioned we don't care at all about usa basketball <laughs> like at all it's just good basketball like, like we just say it's, it's basketball that's on oh man we're not in the off season right now we get to watch <laughs> we was we got ourselves excited for summer league <laughs> you Bro, know i'm still like kind of buzzing off summer league like, yeah that's kind yeah. of where i'm at like i'm like living in a hunt uh, yeah, so, Tyson yeah we don't feel it in the same you know ways in the same passion in the same you know heart yeah 
And it's ignorant in a way. But it is it, completely. It's, it's the <laughs> definition of ignorant. We don't know anything. We don't know. Um, so we can't tell you how to feel. No. We, I mean, we will tell you how to feel. Like, <laughs> knock it off. Leave the guy alone. But also, <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I, we again, like, had we not traveled to Serbia and, like, really taken on and really did our best to understand the world that Nikola Jokic come from and, like, what it actually means to see a champion, a world champion come from Serbia and, like, have the ability to, I mean, that concept of Inat, be able to just, like, full on just be like, you know. Just one game. Just, Those two qualifying games shut down the entire country. Yeah. You know, like, if you think about it, everyone's locked in to see yeah. Serbia play. Although I will say, I will say, I will say, I was over there after... Um, what we watched the um, Euro Cup yeah. uh, game, and then it immediately turned into the World Cup qualifiers afterwards. It was like butted up again. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. Anyway, like I couldn't even watch the game. It was like a Comcast situation over there. Like they have two networks. One of them carries it. The other one doesn't. Oh, and so, we know like, it I had all to go. Well. I literally had to go to a bar to watch Nikola Jokic play basketball in Serbia. Disgusting. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I mean, giving you the thoughts on this, like it, this is obviously very prescient to uh, a, a lot, a big portion of our audience. Um, and, you know, like we've seen a little bit of like, you know, the Serbians being like, hey, you know, let us have our space here. Like, don't tell us how to act. Like, yeah. Be a little bit more sympathetic. Yeah. And I, I find myself on that side of the coin. But I also, I mean, if I'm being selfish, which I generally am, that's how I live my life. Yeah, I know um, that. I'm happy that he's taking some rest because, like, I want my golden god. And when I say my, I mean mine. I'm sorry, Serbia. I have taken him. He's mine. I want <laughs> him to be rested. Uh, but that's the problem. We, that's, yeah. There, there lies For the sure. problem. There goes the problem. <laughs> and it's not a you versus us thing. It's just like I think a, I just made it one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but really, like, I, I do hope that he gets the time that he needs. I hope that he comes in, has another incredible season, yeah. hopefully with another championship, yep. where then his mind could shift. And it's like, that's not the ultimate goal. Because that's the goal for every basketball player in yep. the world is to win at the highest level. Um, he comes into the season, has another incredible year, maybe win another championship, and then get ready for 2024 play, uh, Paris games. Um, that's the Olympics. That, I feel like, is a little bit more. Maybe yeah. that means more to him. Um, I do feel like we're right in the yeah. middle of his prime. He'll be still playing at the highest level. Right. Um, and you'll get to see those type of things. So, um, yeah. Quick question. Uh, Serbia, I see you in the chat. I don't know the answer to this. Has Has there ever been a club championship win in the nba with a serbian representing that squad like i don't the kings did not win with vlade divac and uh the the name that's escaping me is this the first time that we've had you you in serbia like us here in denver have had a claim to the nba championship is there something in this that we can all sort of come together and be like, you know what? I know you guys wanted the Serbian championship, but like, look at this. Like, look what we did together. This is bigger. Is that possible? I don't know. Um, you, you guys tell us. You guys tell us. But in the meantime, I think we will go to our first break. Can you believe it, Dev? And oh. guess who's on ad rates? This guy, oh. Eric. Can you believe it? I'm ready for Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. First and it. foremost, guys, I want to tell you about Better Help. Better Help is a site and a service that is designed to help people out when they need a little bit of help mentally. Um, 
you know, if there's ever been a time in your life when you felt uncertain about where you were going in life and what the right path was, um, I know that I personally um, am basically, you know, a disaster mentally. And oftentimes it, I've, I've had to reach out to, you know, professionals and, and people that could sort of give you guidance and give you a larger uh, perspective on what's going on in your life. Um, you know, like it's been tough on a lot of people, I would say, since COVID, like COVID kind of scrambled a lot of people's life, life plans. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are maybe sort of scrambling and, and trying their best to tr get back on track and, and sort of figure out what that is. Uh, BetterHelp is designed to do this. They are uh, professionals that are able to, um, you know, meet you where you're at and sort of uh, help you along. Um, you know, so you let you let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash DNVR today and you get 10% off your first month. That's better H E L P dot com slash DNVR. Um, and you know it's there's this is one of these things like people really don't know how to take the first step um, in going to get help in a situation like this, it's not something that everybody is equipped to deal with. Um, it's nice to just be able to have a service where you can, you know, you don't have to leave your home and you can sort of start the process uh, in your own way. Um, so that's betterhelp.com. This is something that I think is uh, important for anybody out there. Um, let's see, what else do we got? Uh, after that, we go to Kind Love. Dev, Kind Love, how do you feel about Turbo Keefe? <laughs> I don't know what Turbo Keefe is, but I hear a lot about it. <laughs> All of my uh, toters, yeah. my, to my smoking friends, okay. they all talk about Yeah, this. yeah, that's good. That's great. I actually don't know what Keef is either, um, but I love when Harrison Wynn extols the virtues of Turbo Keef. Uh, kind Love is excited to be the official partner of DNVR and support another local brand. Uh, kind Love is one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. It was established in 2010. Dev knows that. He loves Keef. Known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the States. Um, they are they've recently launched what is known as the turbo core the turbo core is a hundred milligram stick that you can put in it looks like a toothpick that you can put into a joint you can put it into a cigarette you can put it anything really and it turns it, it, you can turbo core anything that you're lighting dude does that do anything for you no that does not do anything that sounds scary it sounds, it sounds scary but it sounds like it, it touches you it, it, touches it does you. it touches me specifically mm -hmm. i don't know if that's something you should go off of uh but they just launched their new infused pre-roll line the turbo joint uh using the same technology the turbo joint is 0.7 grams of whole bud not trim dev don't not not, not trim. trim not trim uh combined with 0.3 turbo keef and it's ridiculously potent burns is significantly smoother than other infused pre-rolls on the market it won't be messy in your car this summer it burns slower and more flavorful unbelievable um <laughs> Uh, they also have Get It While It's Hot flower shelf. You can get eighths for $20 out the door and ounces for $100 out the door? Mm. Jesus. Deals. Um, <laughs> Deals. I went, to, I went to a kind love, and I would say I was met with kindness and love. I was like, this is the perfect name for this business. They, they, they found it. <laughs> they found the one. Visit one of our stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR. Receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower, pre-rolls, and their turbo joint line. You can also visit the website at kindlove.com and use that DNVR for ordering and see their full extensive menu. Wow. What a read. What would you say? One to ten. What is it? Like you, you hear Adam fumble through yeah. these things. Harrison's a disaster. Yeah, yours came with like some. It 
It was from the right. Heart. It, yeah, I felt like I. That was probably a, a, a nine point nine nine nine. Oh my god, dude! Is that a? Is that the Turbo Keef of ad reads? Would you say? <laughs> Two pick right up in there. Uh, all right, we're off the Serbian thing. No, that's not as heavy. We're going to get into something that is equally heavy, but uh, stateside. Alyssa, do you have the uh, clip of Austin Rivers from his Ringer show talking about the Dame Lillard and the player empowerment? I do. Let's play that, shall we? Cool. Regardless of how good of a player you are, man, the NBA is not, it's, it, it's a privilege. And if you were a free agent, then you could choose where you, you were going to go. Right. That's the business. Yeah. But when you're not and you sign a deal, man, that's part of the business, bro. If you get traded somewhere, like, you got to go play, man. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. The whole, and this started with like James and Ben and all these guys doing this shit. It's bad for the league. This is why our CBA deal that we just signed, and I don't even want to get heavy into that. That thing is, don't even get me started right. on that deal that we got going. Because it's top heavy. That's why you're seeing all these teams right now. With you, either make fifty million or two. It, yeah. It's the most lopsided contract teams. I, I mean, it, it's a joke, bro. I can't tell you how many mid-level guys are signing for vet minimum around the NBA. It's it's laughable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a scary dynamic when you when 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 stars start acting like this. Um, and I'm not a big fan of it. I got to be honest with you. And I'm a big fan of Damian. Uh, everyone knows. I mean, I've had so many battles with him. I've been in many playoff series against Damian. And he's probably one of the hardest players I've ever had to guard in my entire life. Everyone knows the clip where I had to, like, pray to God when he missed that shot. Because uh, that's how good he is, man. Like, you just got to hope he misses sometimes. Uh, but I don't I don't like when stars do that. Because it's just like, what does every other player do? So because you're a good player, like, you just don't have to show up. Interesting comments from a member of the NBA. This sounds like me when I like, these are my complaints, but when it comes from me, it sounds like I'm, you know, uh, I don't understand things. I might be racist. Who knows yeah. what my motivation is. I are. think that often. <laughs> I love every word that this man just says. I couldn't possibly agree more. There is such a bad precedent being set that we talked about this Harrison and I um, last Friday that, it is the the notion that you just sign a huge deal and then you demand where you're going to go yeah. as though you were a free agent. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. I gave my thoughts, and I, you know, <coughs> who knows what I. What so I, one, the thing that like stood out in that video is Austin Rivers has pictures of himself in the back yeah. of him, yeah, in different jerseys. Yeah, that, that is throwing yeah. me all the way <laughs> off. I could not believe there was. Is there a single murals of himself? Do you have back. a single photo of yourself hung up in your house? No, that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. Like, right? it, you should have other people with you if you're gonna. It do looks those like he has things. a yeah a painting of him. Yeah, multiple him. Do you remember when Carmelo had a uh, painting of himself as Jesus in his? Um, no, that sounds nuts. But that's what the, <laughs> but also this kind of feels like it, it looks like it, it like a lot of this is like conspiracy. Like if he wasn't like a son of a coach and yeah. around the league for so long, I would be like this is just like a conspiracy type of thing. But I do like that he's calling people out. Yes. And he's all, and those are his counterparts, like people that he's around and surrounded with. And we know that he's an outspoken person, but also he's talking about that gray area, just like that loop that no one else talks about. When you think about the NBA, you do think about stars. Yes. So like if we were to just hear like, you know, being 
if you could be anything in the world, would you be an everybody says NBA player? They're always thinking about the star NBA players that make a lot of money, not these people that are working extremely hard. And I think I would be Jay Huff. Yeah, no one says those type. No one's thinking of a two-way play. And that's also pretty cool. But I'll be yeah, he's though. talking about like the gray area. And I love that he's calling out like, you know, all these players. But the power that these players are getting, like if you allow these young um pretty much uneducated millionaires to just be able to control their surroundings and what they the James Harden situation is insane bro. and bro. bro he can do it he every time and this. everyone's going to be able to continue doing it moving forward and you're going to see it at the AAU levels you're going to see it like you know younger um where you're just going to be able to control the narrative and do whatever you want um, so I do like that he's calling out the CBA, which people are going to fake like is great, but he's in it and he's like, no, we don't want that. Yeah, you, um, yeah because you don't want something that's negotiated by Chris Paul. <laughs> Guess who benefits from that? Yeah, and also Chris Paul. It's all the, the rich people, like yes. the, the big that are on that, like that are making those. Yes. There should be some people like that are not the top guys that yeah, can Dave be. Around Reed. Dave Save Reed. Our, yeah, yeah, Save yeah. our league, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's. I, I I love that he's calling it out. Me too. Me too. So here was the here was the take I gave on Friday. You can tell me what you think about this, but like I wish, as he mentioned, it is a privilege to play in the NBA. I wish there was some concept that existed in the hearts and minds, and I don't know if you have to actually make you have to litigate this or legislate it, but it's like I wish people as they entered the NBA felt like they were entering the NBA. They're playing in the NBA. They're not playing for the Knicks. They're not playing for the Trailblazers. They're yeah. playing in the NBA and as the members and participants of the NBA, like you are agreeing when you join that you give up some of your personal liberty as far as like all of the specifics of your life. I wanna live here, I wanna play here. Everyone sort of understands that with the draft. Um, but then it's gotten, to, it's, it's gotten to a point where, you know, people are so focused on their own specific situations which you understand because they're human beings and you think about like your own life you'd want to dictate it but like it comes at the cost of the integrity of the league as a whole and it's so we kind of have to get to the point where we're like acknowledging that the nba and sports in general are for entertainment right like the nba exists for entertainment if the guys wanted to play basketball on their own accord they could do that they could join you at these, uh, like at these just runs. A, just a, just a yeah, they, like we're just playing basketball because we love basketball. No problem. The NBA is set up for you to play basketball and it, for it to be very entertaining. The people being there is why you get millions and millions yeah. of dollars. Why you get to be a celebrity. Like there is, tr there are trade offs, but the trade off that you get is actually like pretty awesome. Like it, can't that be enough? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I it it, it hurt. like I don't know. Understand how they can't find that common ground because I understand. Um, a lot of players feel like their hands are tied behind their back where they're saying, um, you know, I should not have to play in this situation, you know, situation or a place that I don't want to be. Yeah. And also we should have more voice. We right. should be able to control a little bit more yes. and have that. Which you but understand. also you can't have all of the control. Like, like we have to meet in the middle. If right. you get traded and you understand, you always hear these uh, players say in every single sport. The business is the business. Yeah, we understand that this is a business. Yeah. Well, do you? 
Because now it doesn't seem like I haven't heard that in a while now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. People are not saying it's just the business because that only happens to the guy that gets traded. It's yeah. not the the one that again it's forces, Dave on, it's Dave on it. explaining it. He business. has to explain that it's not the Damon Lillard Lillard who who faked like you know he was this loyal guy who now is actually did worse than the people that are just like no, um, you know like so I. I just don't understand how they can't find this common ground and this middle ground of like we're gonna ask for something, you're gonna ask for something, maybe you know unionize it, um, where we could just say, hey, you are playing here, but you know maybe there's a smaller contract and things like that. But also that's what your agent is for. I yeah. don't know why the players are doing all these things. What is the use of the agent in this you know situation? Then? Well, I mean, your agent's always just your mouthpiece, so you don't have to yeah. be part of like difficult conversations. You don't have to be in the room when the your GM is explaining like why you're not good enough to make the money you want. <laughs> so you have somebody arguing on your behalf, which I understand, but um, there the the main problem is that there's only 12 guys on the NBA roster and like three of them are the only reason that you're going to win or lose. And so naturally those guys wield so much power because they are the team. Like you're right. Like you are the team. Like you should be treated differently, but like, you don't it's difficult that with then you you transfer that over to you're the most important guy in the team to you're the most important guy in the league to everybody we have to you know sacrifice all of these other competitive balance uh concepts to make sure that you're happy for two years that you live in miami this is the other thing is like these guys yeah. they live in a city for essentially four months yeah they all live in LA. They then they hang out in Minnesota for four months. Yeah, so they hang out in Minnesota for four months. Grace J just came out with hers, and I I agree with this. They also think that there's levels to it, and that's where the common ground should come. I don't think requesting or even demanding a trade is wrong, especially if team is not actually building around yes. you. Yes, the problem is going to select your own trade package. Yes, I think this is true because I you, agree. If you remember, John Wall was forced and stuck to be in Houston. Right. They had no plan for him. Right. Did not want him around. He's wasting years. Yes, he's getting paid, but also this might be his last payday. Like if you really oh, look it's at it. Assuredly. Yeah. So like it's like you could say you're getting paid to not play, but also you're ruining like, you know, years of my life I, by putting me in this type of situation. So I get that, but he's also like lying to himself. Like his best days are way by. Yeah, it's yeah. But no, fault. no, he I was injured. just saying at that time. It's true. You know, but then it's a lot different when it's James Harden or Bradley. They just got put on a contract. Yep. They just got in, and now they're trying to control and play puppet master. That's when it becomes the problem. So that's where you find that common ground of, you know, not these situations where you put a player in a state or a team that he's never going to play or he's not. Jay Crowder last year, they traded for him in the middle of the year, and then they did nothing with him. And it's yeah. like, well, what what happens then? I'm actually shocked that he re-signed. Um, but also, like, you got to have some type of freedom and you got to have some type of power where in those situations, maybe that's when you could demand a trade. But not totally. these stars who cities, literal cities are being built around them and yeah. how much they bring to that city. Yes. That, that's when it becomes hard. I mean, yeah. You remember when LeBron James um, left Cleveland. He did it a, a right way, but also no one looks at it as the Quickly, right way. Taco Fell, yes, we do. We we interact with viewers' comments all the time, and yes, we'd love everyone in the comments to 
stick to English because we are Americans and we are very stupid. We only know one language <laughs> and we barely know English. Thank you. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, just going back to the LeBron situation where he changed all of Akron, all of Ohio, yep. off of, you know, just forcing his way out. And that's what happens with these type of things. And then also, like, at the, the front office, they're in a, a bind. Um, you know, totally. a lot of people are in, they're getting paid. And yeah. their job is to, like, bring that entertainment to their city. And there's a lot of fans that get stuck and locked in on these people. People thought that, you know, Harden was going to be, you know, at where he got drafted forever, you know, in those type of, <laughs> you, you know, suckers. Like, I'm just saying, like, you want a play. If Jokic was to get traded or Shut up. demanded, Why, don't say, I'm just you saying, knock. Yeah. you knock right now. That would just ruin you your whole like fandom. Like, you, you would yeah, not I, be, I would. I wouldn't even like basketball anymore, dude. I'd become a horse race fan. I'm halfway there. I just be honest. So yeah, there, I, I I think that it's it's while it's difficult to find the common ground, you gotta you gotta meet in the middle. You gotta you meet have to. You have to. Yes. No. I th I believe. I think, I mean, I think that we're probably, if we're not at now, we are reaching a tipping point with this because it is pretty widely regarded that this is bad for the NBA because the NBA, again, like entertainment product, like you want the teams to be as equal or as, as you know, you want there to be parity. You want there to be things where uh, you can follow along and you feel like that if you have the right front office, they can put together the right police people, whatever. That, it, that, that there's something more than guys like warm weather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's that's a lot there. Um, any other thoughts on uh, player empowerment and how you, Dev, would specifically like to take it away from them? No, I, I'm not into those type. Of, <laughs> not into those type of things. Uh, just to be clear, like me, Eric, I want them to live their life. I think I view them as individuals. Dev yeah. doesn't feel the same way. He's a little <laughs> bit more. I would say fascist, whatever, uh, <laughs> but we work with it. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so, Deb, do you know what it is right now? What is it? It's time for another break, dude. Right oh, by yes. Eric Reed of D-Line, dude. You were so good last oh, time. Make so sure you guys good. pay attention this yeah, time dude. to how good he is. If you, okay, the challenge is to buy and participate in every product that I mentioned before I finish the read. That's the challenge for you. Okay, mm -hmm. ready? Uh, Volo Sports. Uh, Volo Sports is the largest sports company in the U.S., uh, we play so the kids play for free. The Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3. I know you were worried about the 501c3. Don't worry, they've got it in here. Yes. It provides sports camps to kids in each Volo city. Uh, the DNVR crew, uh, we've been known to bowl. We've been known to kickball. I, I understand pickleball is in our future. I mean, we're out there. We up here. We up in here, man. Um, but you can join with the team for any of these uh, leagues. You can also join as just a free agent. If you're maybe new to the city, you're looking to meet people, this is no better way than uh, acting like an idiot in a park. Um, probably drinking is involved. People oftentimes come to the DNVR after their Volo events, and it is, in a word, off the chain. These people are out of their minds. It looks so fun. If I was, you know, 45 years younger, I think I might participate. <laughs> but I don't see that happening. Uh, there is a Volo Pass you can take advantage of, a monthly membership program that gives you unlimited access to sports, events, and social activities every night. Uh, there's pickups, there's drop-ins. It's only $20 a month uh, with a minimum of a three-month membership or just $200 a year. Um, Volo has leagues all throughout the city, Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, Highland, Sloan's Lake. I mean, name a, name a park. Uh, Arvada, Aurora, oh, Northfield. Man. Is that the Yeah. Def can't get enough. That is uh, so many parts. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, uh, 
Registration closes on Thursday, August 3rd. So sign up before it's too late. Get your Volo Pass and start playing leagues as a free agent today. Make sure to use the code DNVR10. What do you think happens when you use DNVR10? There's going to be like a discount that you get. How much would you think? Ten. Yep. Ten dollars off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. Um, and then after that, I have to say, uh, it is game time. Game time. I know about game, game time. time. I know about game time. I'm a game time player. Tell me about game time. I'm a game time player. Tell me about game you time. You go in there into yep. the app. You yep. find yep. whatever you yep. know, venue you want to get to. Oh, Concert. Okay. Speak it. Um, sports. Say event. It. Bring it. Um, and you're like, hey. Yep. I want to go to a game yeah, right do. right now. Oh, I just right went now. to uh tailgate sure. just a second ago. <laughs> I could see the stadium. All my friends are going. I'm like, what? hey, I'm going to go to the Bronco game too because I'm drunk now. We've and, done this. And I'm going to go over to there. I use that game time app. I pull it up. The the prices are changing uh, bro, as soon as I get there. Game time. Um, and I get right in. Bro. I get right in. The tickets is very smooth, very easy. I would say it's the smoothest. It's the best way to get tickets. Listen, last minute tickets. We're all, uh, listen, who are we? We're sports fans. You know, we're beholden to these goddamn events, these the whims of these athletes. Whatever they want to do, we'll get mad about it. We'll follow them. Um, and they play games all the time. We want to attend them, right? So um, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, theater, all the things Dev mentioned. Um, and with killer deals on last minute tickets, like this is one product that rewards you for procrastinating as opposed to the rest of life, which punishes you harshly. Mm -hmm. This has been my whole life. I've been punished every day because I can't get my goddamn act together. Game time rewards me. It sells in this bad behavior of mine. Thank you, game time. You understand me. Nobody else does. Um, so go, whatever it is you want to do, check game time. That's the place to do. Um, and if you use the code DNVR when you sign up, you get $20 off your first activity. That could be, if you use $20 off a Rockies ticket, they I'm sure a check would come in the mail. Uh, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be courtside for sure. <laughs> you could get it. You could pitch the third. <laughs> but do you think that I would be a little bit better than what they got going on? You couldn't be worse, dude. I mean, what's the difference? Who cares? Yeah. They're like, oh, they lost a hundred games. But remember when Dev got shelled that one game? It's like, who cares? <laughs> who gives a god sense. good goddamn? Um, anyway, Dev, uh, guess what? We're back, baby. We are back. Let's do this. What a great ad read. Does this make you feel like Brendan Vogt and Harrison Wynn? Not needed on the useless, show. useless, useless. One of these things, like you, you're like, oh wow, they're great at their job, and then you're like, are they? Are they? Dude, you're <laughs> just so good at everything. I know do. that's the problem. What am I not good at, dude? Like I come in hot with takes that they might be racist. We don't know, and then I sell them through. You know what I mean? Like not everyone can do that. <laughs> I, I, I think yes, but I don't know, and that's the uh, common, that's the gray area. Damn, I've got to tell you, man. The rest, the first part of the show has been like okay, a little mm -hmm. rocky. I don't like our chemistry. I don't think most people do. Um, but this part of the show, we're Me. finally into the part of the show that matters. The yes. only part I've been waiting for. We're gonna find out what Dev likes. Oh, it's yeah. the summer edition of what of Dev likes. It's been a while. Dev's gonna tell us the definitive list, ranked one through five, of what he likes this summer. Dev. Please let the people know. What do you like right now, brother? Okay, we'll uh, we'll start with five. We'll start with yeah. Five. Let's start. Yeah, we don't want to. There was start with one. There was uh, former players um, that we talked about. You know, Austin Rivers being one of them. Yeah. Another former player that was 
you know, had a big discussion. And also a friend of the show, Gilbert Arenas, yes. had a take. He had a take. It was a six-minute montage. I've never of, seen someone angrier. Of how mad he was about Bo Bo and his <laughs> um, lack of talent. Um, no, he... It was like the expectation that he had for him and these high expectations. Gilbert Arenas thinks that Bo Bo is horrible at Yeah, basketball. he does not like Bo Bo. That's, but, what I, that's what I got out of this, is he's not a fan of Bo Bo's work ethic and that he doesn't like Bo Bo. Yeah, but he also was like <laughs> talking about himself. So like, I really do think that this came from a, a standpoint of... Um, I worked really hard. That's exactly and what it I was. was. You know, I didn't get this much attention. This guy does not work hard. He has all of the intangibles. Because we've all said, every person that has loved basketball or has played basketball, especially guys, they have all said, if I was 6'4", I would be dunking that. Or if I was 6'5", I would clear, be I've, in the I've league. I've never said that. If, if Everyone was, said that. If I was 10 feet tall, I would dunk it. No, if you were 6'5", <laughs> you, thought, you thought about it if I was 6'5". Or if a, a guy that's 6'5", dunks it or does something, you're like, I would do that if I was 6'5". <laughs> Seven, he is 10 feet taller than you. You know, Yo, this guy is 10 feet taller. Bobo is the tallest person I've ever come into. So, this is what Gilbert Arena said. And this is like, uh, you know, going off. He went off. Yeah, we, can, I mean, we off. can't even play the clip. So, because, this, like, yeah, it was, children it's too might long. hear this. At some it's point. too long. Yeah, and he had a lot of curse words. Maybe racist. Who knows? <laughs> he, no, that's my He said, of Have you ever, this is where he comes <laughs> out with it. He said, Have you ever seen a beautiful girl? She's beautiful, got a bad attitude, right? She's not attractive no more because of her attitude. Bobo is the pretty girl with a bad attitude. So, is he attracted to Bobo? Is that what we? <laughs> First off, no one is. No one is. <laughs> let's get that okay, out. Okay, all right. Let's, hey, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get this out of the way. But two, I could not believe because really, I think that everybody has had this idea of. First, he's talking about like um, if he deserves a chance, he does keep on getting chances. But also, when the Nuggets had Bobo, you could not believe that they had a player with that much talent, with that much potential. It is all potential. And for him to not be playing, he went to the Magic. They don't win any games. They don't, you know, he should be able to play in Orlando. He did not play in Denver, and they said nope. that it was the opportunity. He did not play in Orlando. They have opportunity. Guys, you know, if you're not good at basketball, they. That's another thing you have to think about. These teams, they want to win. These they coaches, want win. Yeah. they want to That's win. That's true, yeah. Their jobs are on the line. So That's they're going to put correct. the best guys out there. There's something more besides the fact that Bo Bo is 7 foot 12 and he, you know, <laughs> could shoot, he could block, he could run the floor, he, you know, plays, Man. you know, good defense. There's more to it. So that is a great saying about the, um, the, the 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 pretty girl. You know I was onto the relationship. So I think about these type of things all the time. Dad, so did you, this was crazy. Have you found yourself in a situation where you encountered what I personally would call a bad uh, B? A bad B? Yeah. And, Absolutely. I've and then you were like, oh, man, that B is so bad. Uh -huh. But then the B... Had a bad attitude. You're oh off it. God, you see it so many times. They, 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 it's a bad B word, and they smoke cigarettes. Uh, you know, like whoa, 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 what if there was a turbo core in there? I don't want that. Okay. I don't want right, that. Listen, kind of love. We're sorry. Or just a bad attitude. It just throws you off. They're not attractive anymore. You don't want to give them a chance. So I love Gilbert Arenas on that. I love that.
You like that. Dev likes Gilbert Arenas. Dev, Dev likes Gilbert Arenas. of Bull Bull for being an absolute prima donna with a terrible work ethic that another team has convinced themselves they can win with because of his goddamn undeniable potential, which most of it is just in the fact that he's the tallest man on earth and can shoot the basketball. We know for a fact, like, Bull Bull does not care about He does not like basketball. Like, and that's what that's what Gilbert was saying in a lot of different ways. So Dev likes, we'll do that. That's okay. number five. Number well, wait, four. Wait, how do we phrase that? Dev likes what is Dev like? Dev, Dev like, likes how Gilbert angry Arenas killing. Dev Bull likes Bull. how angry Gilbert Arenas was at Bull Bull. Okay. Dev we, likes. Okay. So we'll go that, to number four okay. on my list. Okay. We started the show out with a little sadness Gilbert about Arenas, okay Gilbert Arenas on Bull Bull. Not as fiery as we hope, mm -hmm. but I, you know what, Alyssa, I still feel like that's a good summation of the conversation. Great job by you. Okay, four. Yeah. We talked about uh, Jokic not playing for his country, and it was you know pretty sad, yeah. pretty down. Yeah. You want to know how we're gonna bounce up from that? How? Talk about it. Talk, We're gonna talk about, about Jamal playing oh, for Canada. Team Canada. Jamal's playing with Blame team Canada. Man, I I love that. Like their list of guys that are playing. Like this is a real team that we get to root for. But also, I think that it's gonna be fun. Um, they who knows? They might be the Houston Rockets and have a lot of guys oh, that no. look good on paper, and they might just be entertaining and lose all the time. But at least we have a guy do that you have we a, could do you actually have a, a graphic or some sort of list of everybody that's on this team. Let me look it up. Because it's not, you know, it's, it's not just obviously our beloved, oh, my beloved, me, the official Jamal Murray guy of the podcast, Eric Weedham. Oh, that's you? Yeah, dude. I put, I thought everybody knew that. Um, let's see. Canada, world. Well, Canada. they have, they have, they got SGA. SGA. Have, I didn't even know Dylan Brooks was Canadian. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. So, okay, listen, when I lived in Boston, quick aside, when I lived in Boston, every year, Ash Wednesday would happen. Ash Wednesday, famously, if you're Catholic, is that like oh, you oh, get a smudge of ash? I was on the going front. way off with that. I you, thought that was like if you got in the shower or went swimming and did not put on lotion. No, that's you know, ash, on, a, that's, on a Tuesday, that's and then ash, you wake up on a Wednesday yeah, and you just don't have. That would be Ash. That's Wednesday. Ash. Yeah, that's yeah, ashy. Go to the real one. That's yeah. Ashy Wednesday. Ash tomato, Wednesday. Tomato. Uh, you get a smudge of of. Um, uh, ash, I'm guessing. <laughs> ash, that's the word I was looking for. You get a smudge of ash on your forehead. So I would be, I would go to work and I'd be like, "Holy cow!" I didn't know you were Catholic. Everybody's Catholic. <laughs> yeah. They've got an undeniable mark. Uh, the same thing. Like you see this graph, and you're like, "Dylan Brooks is Canadian." Dude, I what the hell? No, I had no idea. They always talk about Canadians being nice people, and then I know. Dylan Brooks, there's no way he's a nice guy. But whatever. <laughs> SGA, Jamal Murray, Corey Joseph, Dylan Brooks, RJ Barrett, Lou Dort, Kelly Olenek, O'Shea Brissett, Bro. Dwight Powell, Andrew Nimhart, and then our guy, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. That is a squad, man. Wait a minute. On this, on this team, our guy is Nikhil Alexander-Walker? I would have gone with Jamal Murray myself, but... Oh, well, not done. <laughs> Dude, that was who's... a given. So wait a minute. Th th this giant guy that played on Purdue, what is his name? The center? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's on the team. Yes, I'm looking at the graphic. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, like, Team Canada is, like, sneaky. Like, this many guys play basketball in Canada. Canada, the home of basketball. I don't know if you know. Dr. James Naismith apparently invented it in Canada, and then no one played it there for, like, 50 years. They're back. Dude, this they're team is good. Like, really, that's a good team on paper, and they're going to be fun to watch. Like, I feel like they have a lot of role players in the NBA with – 
Jamal being their, Dude, their how do you feel star about, with SGA. Like, how do you feel about, they're going to be good. How do you feel about this graphic with Nikhil Alexander-Walker being the front center player? <laughs> I told you. I told you. The, the people like hard defense. People like hard D. You know? That's what people like. So that, that's number four. Dev no, likes Team Canada. Just Team Jamal, Canada? No, Dev likes Jamal on Team Canada. I Dev, really think Dev, that... Hold on. Dev likes... D-line's official, Eric's Eric's player, Jamal Murray, on Team Canada. (laughs) You got to make sure you throw that in. But also, I really do think that it means a lot to him. He's always wanted to play for them. The opportunity has not presented itself. And this is something that means a lot, where he gets to represent, you know, his. (laughs) Oh, Canada. Oh, Jamal. Oh, Canada. Who gave you creative license over there? Although, what a great, you did a great job. That's a great, oh, Canada and oh, Jamal. Yeah, uh, amazing. Good. So Dev likes. Do you like Canada, or you just like the team? I just like Jamal being <laughs> able to play for them. So just Jamal to be clear, the team. Dev does not like Canada. No, <laughs> no. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I once told a girl she has Saskatchewan, <laughs> Saskatchewan breath. Oh, you did not. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It just sounds good. That's like, a tough shut one. up. You have Saskatchewan breath. The whole class, uh, like, they loved it. I would have said Regina breath, and then everybody would have laughed <laughs> even harder. That is a good one. That is good. <laughs> So yeah, uh, okay, Dev cool. likes that. Well, so do you want to go to three now, or should we top three after 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 the break? No, after the break. Okay, okay. after the break. Uh, that's what's called a tease, guys. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna go the top three after the break. Mm-hmm. Break might be better than the list, though. Honestly, yeah, the break is. <laughs> you are almost oh, flawless. I'm on fire! I'm on fire! Oh, Dev, 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 tell me about your experience with Shady Rays, dude. Oh. I saw you oh, rocking Shady Rays. So now Shady Ray has made it to where they have us get, they, they've gave us multiple glasses at this yeah. point. I got one up here. I stole one from Adam. It's in like my you know, bottom You're part. just stacking Rays, dude? Yeah, I have Shady Rays everywhere. It was in Vegas. The sun was like underwater uh-huh. when I was like swimming. Yeah. It was touching me. So then I like <laughs> yeah, had to look to it. tell it to back up. Sure. Shady Rays was blocking uh, my eyes. So I didn't have to worry about that. I didn't have to worry about being blind or anything. People was like, damn, you look so cool today. And when I put them on, everybody thinks I look so damn cool. And it I thought, makes sense. I thought that. You, yeah. know who not, you know who never said that or who that has never been said about? Me. Eric. When I put the Shady Rays on, granted, they look great. As great as they can, but mm-hmm. you, at a certain point, like you're you're working with what you're working with. Yeah. Uh, somebody during our summer league um, shows like was like, "Who's this guy with these glasses?" On? And I was like, <laughs> immediately, I was like, "Oh no!" But that's not again, not Shady Ray's fault. All right, so take on the sun with guilt, be gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Ray's have you covered for the warm weather head with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Uh, they're an independent company, and they give you the most insane protection of all eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, even all the, I would say more likely if something you buy breaks on day one, that's when you would be more likely to replace it. Oh, yeah. So that's not as impressive to me. But this goes well beyond day one. Um, you can just, with no questions asked... Tell them at Shady Rays. They will replace your sunglasses because they want you to have them for the rest of your life, man. Um, 
Shady Rays has provided much needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, uh, from building play sets to pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact on your community for others for and for years to come. Um, so you can go. They have a physical location in the Park Meadows Mall. Um, if you use the code DNVR at ShadyRays.com, um, you'll get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Basically, that means you get a pair for free. You buy a pair, you get a pair. I love BOGO. BOGO's the best, I dude. Love it. Everybody loves BOGO. So try for yourself the Shades Raid five stars by over 250,000 people. Can 250,000 people ever be wrong about anything? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, uh, there's BOGO and then there's POGO. Are you good at POGO sticks? You know what? I'm actually very good at POGO sticks. You are? My <laughs> grandmother saw fit. She told me when I was a child, she gave me a pair of stilts for Christmas. <laughs> You got stilts from a grandma? <laughs> I got stilts as a Christmas present. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with it? You want to go dress up like uh, she the, told me little rascals? Go to the bank? She told me <laughs> that learning how to walk on stilts would improve my hand-eye coordination. <laughs> and it did. And then it transferred over every whimsical child product. I was a great pogo sticker. Oh, man. I was at the pogo ball. You, whatever, dude. I was I I was the man on all of it because oh. uh, thank you, Grandma. You were right about that. Um, and Dev, Bet Three Six Five, oh, yes. our homies. We love them. I don't know if you've used the Bet Three Six Five app. Uh, Bet Three Six Five app is incredible. The Bet Three Six Five app has the ability when you're wa looking at a game, you can click it, and oftentimes you can just stream the game. You can watch it on Bet in the app. Oh. Like you can watch the game. You can also, uh, they have this like, like you know when you uh, watch the game um, flow on ESPN. Oh, when it like moves. Dude, there's back like and forth. there's shows you where the ball's been passed to. Yeah, it's like all yeah. over the place. It literally, in many ways, is better than watching the actual game. Bet three six five app is 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 top because they have been like a big, massive uh, player in Europe for a really long time. They're just now making their arrival here uh, stateside but um they offer the widest range of games and markets available for live in-game betting bet 365 has 80 million users worldwide bet 365 live streams 78,000 events events each year in the app like i was talking about and they're a proud partner of the colorado rockies well you can't win them all bet, bet 365 the other ones <laughs> um and you, let's see, you get a better price on chosen markets for select games with Bet365 Boosts or Bet365 Super Boosts. Listen, you guys know how this works. Like, for example, they had a messy promo. Not messy like your room mm -hmm. or my car. Yeah. Uh, Lionel Messi made his debut. Did you know this? Do you know what soccer is? Football. <laughs> yes, exactly. Football. They did a bet $10 pre-match and get $5 for every one of Messi's shot on target. I I don't know how many shots on target he had. At least one. He got that goal. That yeah, was on target. True that. Um, so there are all types of great offers that they're running all the time. Uh, Bet365. Uh, go download the app. Use DNVR when you do it. Um, and you will get... Two hundred dollars in free bets if you once you or win your or just make your first bet. Bet three six five. Let's go. All right. Uh, all right. Wow. I can't wait to get back to this goddamn list. I okay. mean, that was a great. I would say that was a 
the ad reads was a delightful mm-hmm. time away, but I'm ready for the meat now, Dev. Okay. Top three. What is Dev like? Top three this okay. summer. So if I say like what NBA player does ESPN and like the rest of the world talk about more than anyone else for like the last 15 years? Would I would be? say LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay. okay. So the thing is we always hear about LeBron James what he ate, what he, and it's always tacos on Tuesday. Uh, you know, we talk, uh, we hear about his the drinking, like he has tequila and all type of things, and like all of his, you know, things that he's investing in. Yeah. The one thing that has stood out, and thing I feel like should be talked about more and discussed more, is just like all of the the things that he does off of the court. Okay. I like love that. That. So like space everybody remembers the the school. Like yep. everybody remembers the school. Yep. I, I have a, you know the whatever. I think that this is super cool, but what I just saw and have learned is there's also like a, a housing unit and um, like, you know, for a, affordable housing. Okay. He's like putting people in it that go to the school. Their families are able to live there for free. Um, this furnished. It has, you know, remodeled. Okay. It has internet access. Um, and then there's also a pharmacy across the street. This that is, he put in. This is incredible. That's why do we not hear about these type of things more? Like that's pretty crazy. I'm like but, waiting to jump in and clown on this, but this is actually like <laughs> incredible. What an unbelievable guy! I can't. I wish that he would retire so I can move into my. No, I, yeah, that, that is going to be cool because I have, respect LeBron James so much as a human being. We're not going to have to see any type of pouting, or we're not going to have to see any type of flopping or anything like that. It'll be just all cool shit that he does. Yes, and I think that there's a lot, but this one is like the biggest to me because the school. It's already crazy that like everyone gets to go to college. Everyone you know that's there gets to live a different type of lifestyle that they probably couldn't have. Um, so I I think that this is super awesome. It is awesome. Again, I want to crack wise on it, but all I can do is be like, I wish I was like LeBron James in another way now. Like, he's more charitable than I am. He's more attractive than I am. He's funnier than I am. I think he's better than basketball than I am. He's. I, I imagine any sport. He, you like, probably could beat him in ping pong. Ping pong? Yeah. You probably has All right. Yeah, you got him. You know, my ping pong name that I've given myself, my last name's Weedum. And then when I would beat somebody in ping pong, I would call myself Kingdom. Mm. And I would go like this. Shink. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> never do that around me. Please never do that well, around Well, don't me. find yourself under the subjugation of Kingdom, dude. Yeah. So we could just say <laughs> Dev likes LeBron's affordable housing. All right. Plan. Man. All right. Yeah, that's actually fantastic. And it also says a lot about you that that wasn't number one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not there. It's not there. <laughs> I just think that it's cool. All right, if cool. I was in this housing, it would be a little bit better okay, if I didn't have right, to pay fine. a mortgage. Or all right, so that's like number that. three, that, that LeBron be... is actually a good guy. We have to yeah. acknowledge that he's a good guy. I don't want to do it, but we'll do it. Fine. All right. So Dev likes when former players, yeah. kids, yeah. are good at basketball. Oh. Like I, Steph Curry, you know, his dad played. Clay Thompson. Like yes. Those are guys that, like, you know, they lineage were around stuff. for a long Yeah, the lineage. And they... They usually have an advantage, you know, that other kids don't have. Yeah. I feel like it's changed <laughs> as of late where a lot of people have opportunities to play and like trainers and, you know, other things like that. So we hear a lot about LeBron's kids and how good they are. And they really are good. Like, that's not just because they're LeBron's kids. <laughs> I think that the attention comes from that. But they're actually good at basketball. Um, I, I forgot about Derrick Rose's son until I just saw a highlight. Just recently of, of him. I didn't. I just learned that he had a son right now. When you no, said no, that there sentence. was there was a trend like he had his face on a picture. Like that was like a big meme for a while oh. or whatever. Um, Carmelo Anthony's son. I had forgot about him for a long time. Him and LeBron's kids just linked up 
just oh, as man. of like lately or just recently in like a, a event in Las Vegas. But the latest one was Dominique Wilkins. Do you remember the high flyer? We saw Dominique Wilkins at Summer League. Yeah, he like does something for the Atlanta Hawks, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. Or just for one of the teams, whoever the, the Nuggets played at that time. Um, but his son, he might be a kangaroo. <laughs> he he might be a kangaroo. This dude is jumping. We we don't get in trouble if we show like those type of highlights, right? Yeah, we can show. We can show those out. Do you have those highlights? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we need to, the the kangaroo. Oh, hops. They they jump out the damn gym. Dom, Dominique Wilkins he jumped out of the gym. Oh, Carlos Boozer's kids are. One of them is like the best player in the country, right? Really. Now. Carlos Booz, you know the guy with the spray-on fade? Yes. yes. That guy. His kids, incredible. They're truly incredible. But Dominique Wilkins, yeah, his son, I ain't seen a grasshopper jump like this. I would, he's flying. You'll see. You'll okay, I want to see this. All right, let's see here. This is bouncy, bouncy. bouncy. Oh my god! That's really high. Oh my god! That's really high. He he, he rebounded. Oh my! He still is rising. How tall do you think he is? I'll say six two six. Oh my gosh! He almost hit his head on the rim. He doodle dunking on <laughs> man. Look at that! He just keeps on going higher. And Dominique Wilkins was known for like yeah, dunking. like that was his thing. So yeah. like for his kids to do that. Also, I played in a. A league against Jason Richardson. Okay. You know that guy? Yeah. His kids are both. Kings. Legend. One of his kids jumped like this, actually. It's insane. His younger son. He has a kid. He has two. But one of them, uh, Jace, is good. He dunks. But the, he has a younger kid. This dude is. So, wait. Insane. So, do you like when former players have athletic kids that play different sports? Do you like Popeye Jones' sons that both play hockey? Does that do anything for you? I don't. <laughs> Seth Jones. <laughs> I got to actually see. I got I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Does is there people who have the kids that play all the sports that are Yes, Popeye Jones. He really does have Popeye kids that are... Nuggets assistant coach Popeye Jones famously played for the Nuggets. Talked to Joe Sakic in the building. Thought that it would be good if his kids got into hockey. <laughs> really? Yes. This is a cruel story. And then he asked Joe Sackick, like, what do I do? Like, how do I get my kids involved? And Joe Sackick was like, well, get them in skating lessons first and foremost. And then he, uh, Seth Jones was like linked to the Avalanche. They thought he was going to be the number two or three pick. What? He's as a that defensive. good? Yes, he's that good. I mean, like, it turned out they made, they chose Nathan McKinnon over him. But, oh, that, that, that but makes I'm, sense. But, like, yeah. do you, does that, or you just, no, like, with the basketball now play? that I know that story is insane. Like, that's incredible. I so think, you just like when there uh, there's a lineage of athletic. Excellence. No, I think Adrian James, uh, his son plays basketball and he's really good at. But I think it's cool to know a name or like, hey, that's such and such's kid, and then to see that they're super good at that. This happened to be basketball and basketball, yeah. and that's usually what I follow. Yeah, is basketball. Yeah, but I do think it's super cool that these kids don't just go and be like Marcus Marcus well, how you, Jordan. How do you feel? How do you feel like uh, if you are just like a guy, if you're S three? And you go to a tournament and you're playing against Kenyon Martin Jr. Is that, is show, that, no, I love that. So like if that. so S three is incredible. So like if you if you're a person that I've seen you like 
through the like ranks and stuff like that. And also you get to go play against somebody else and you hold your own or you like, I think that that's cool. And also everybody remembers the celebrity that they played against yeah, or like the celebrity's kid or whatever the, ca the case. Cause you remember what you did in that game. Like <laughs> when I was in high school, we played against Avery Bradley. The defender, right? Yes. This guy put up like 45 on us. He wouldn't. Brock Osweiler was like the best basketball player I'd ever played against. What? The quarterback. The, Nuggets, yeah. or the, the Broncos backup quarterback that spurned he us? He played and... for his team called Yakima Elite. They what? went insane. It was from like Washington, Spokane or something. They were insane. Yakima Elite. I think that is cool, and I always will remember how good Brock he was Osweiler. Because... I can't. You can't just gloss Insane. over that. He was so good. He was so good. So I, I like that. Okay, so Dev likes when former players have children that are also good at. We, and we have to say athletics because it could be basketball, and now we've learned it could be hockey. hockey. It could be hockey. Um, so if you could get that in there, uh, Alyssa, it would be great. <laughs> um, Dev likes these uh, protégés. Oh, family athletic lineage. Dev likes summer lineage. Oh, wow. Let, yeah. let, all right. So let, before we go into the very anticipated number one mm -hmm. entry on Dev likes summer edition, let's recap a little bit. Okay. So Dev likes... Family athletic lineage. Mm -hmm. Dev likes when it's Kenya Martin Jr. Yeah. Dev likes Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah. Any, who, is there any? Is there a number one Nepo baby that you think is the best? Right now, it's the Boozer kids. Oh, they're, the Boozers! I can't believe how good they are. <laughs> the Boozer kids. Are, okay. The Boozer. Um, LeBron. He likes LeBron's affordable housing plan, which it turns out you can't not like. It's a. a amazing yeah. humanitarian <clears throat> effort uh well done lebron i can't believe i have to love you um i'm willing to do it though uh he likes oh canada and old jamal he's a big fan that, of the that, canadian yeah people might think that that's like uh <laughs> like uh disrespect to the national anthem no. but it's the remix oh canada okay yeah, yeah it's, the it's the remix and in fifth place i can't believe this was only number five he loves gilbert arena's absolutely losing his mind on the very concept of bowl bowl he almost had an aneurysm <laughs> That was crazy. <laughs> he was about to pass out. That was nuts, wasn't it? That was, that all was right, Dev, I think the world at large cannot. And by the way, you guys all have to hit like before we're going to reveal number one. We need to see like three, 4,000 likes before we're going to reveal number one on this list. Get your, get your like on <laughs> uh, Dev, but we'll assume it's coming, so we'll reveal it. Dev, please. What is number? What does Dev like the most during this summer, please? So during the summer, my biggest thing is like uh, pro-ams. I truly love pro-ams. Okay. I like um, some of the best of the best in that city okay. going at it yeah. with each other. Yeah. Denver has a really good pro-am. Um, Do they? You know, Shay Kelly, friend of the show. Okay. She has her own pro-am. This is like year two, maybe maybe two. Okay. Um, and she came on to the show. We sat in this exact studio and she really and talked about it and, and things like that. But um, I love pro-ams. But you want to know what I love more about pro, like more than just pro-ams? Please tell me. I love when NBA players yep. play in pro-ams. Yeah. Because you get to see like the barometer of oh, them you, versus the separation between a a, a yeah. good player and an NBA player when because it's just so different. There's somebody that you think is super good in your city, and he's just you know dominated everybody. He puts up 30, 40 a game and things like that, but he still has a nine to five. You know, like he, yeah, he has to go and and you know answer to someone. Yeah, he has to wake up with an alarm clock. Yeah, his job is not basketball. Right. 
there's guys that go into these like Kyrie Irvin has played in a pro. Yeah, to be honest, He's like Kyrie had twenty. He had a triple double. He had twenty points, dude. I'm really like for me, I like it when it's Isaiah Thomas that drops. 80 points. Yeah, in Seattle, that's, that's not fun, but it's just like, yeah, I'm so much better than you. Like Bones, remember Bones yes! last? When this he was like half the foundation that of was Bones insane. He dropped like, like 65 points. And then he had the game winner. Like they kind of ah, they kind of had Elam ending where it was just like last bro, like last bucket wins. I can't even like, talk about this. Yeah. I can't even talk about this. It's gonna break my heart. All right, so the thing is, um <laughs> do you remember the the Sun series? They had a start in five, but it was pretty good, you know, yeah. like, but there was one guy that just was out there just not, you know, he looked regular. We Josh never think Kogi. of him scoring. Josh Okoge. This guy couldn't throw a beach ball in those. It was bad. It was, it bad. was so it, bad. It was bad for Josh Okoge. I'll say this that. This dude looked like an NBA all-star <laughs> in the Pro-Am that he was playing. And I bet you there were some good players in it. They got a highlights of him. Could you pull, play the highlight? They got highlights of right, him going Josh Okoge acting totally different in the summer. Let's see here. Bro, he's doing step backs. You think that Josh Okoge would shoot a step back in the NBA? No, but because he already has probably 35 at this point. He could do whatever the hell it is that he wants. Look, everybody on the sideline is going nuts. This is Josh Okoge. This is not, you know, your typical guy that you know is going to go and destroy a league. Like, guys go and we just – I feel like I could be able to guard Colin Gillespie. He'd probably put up 55 <laughs> You on think me. you're steady enough to guard – In my head, Yes. <laughs> You guys you, thought you guys could win a, a fight against a gorilla. <laughs> no, that wasn't you know? me. I never I'm just thought saying, that. I I'm never just, thought that. I'm just but you saying. think you're pesky enough for Colin, dude. I don't think I, so. I, I thought so. <laughs> I think so. Until I see videos like this right, where they're just like, oh, destroying right. everyone. Yeah. They said he had like 40 in this game. Joshua yeah. Kogi scoring 40. Come on, man. He's a defender. He's scoring 42. Is he, first off, is he a defender? Patrick, <laughs> they show they they show Patrick Beverly's uh, high school. He's averaged like 35 a game. This guy, I'm like, there's no way he can score. You know, he just can't score. But it just shows how different <laughs> NBA players are. Wow, that's Josh unbelievable. Kobe. So that's my number. How do we one. summarize this? Dev likes. Uh, NBA players destroying pro am leagues. Yes, <laughs> Dev likes NBA players making you look normal. Oh wow, uh, incredible! And also, you know, while Dev was compiling this list, new footage came in yeah. over the timeline. We didn't have time to put to... that out there because this will be my number one. Yeah, but you but already... this was our number one. This, this, this was, was set, our this was set in stone. Dude, this is um, just too easy. Alyssa, I don't know if you're able to show the clip that surfaced of Nikola Jokic celebrating a champ, the championship he won this year that means the most to him. Um, yeah, please. Let's take a look at what it looks like when Nikola Jokic wins a championship. Um, so what it, we thought, you know, maybe he enjoyed uh, winning the NBA championship. Nikola Jokic apparently won uh a horse racing championship of some kind uh there's multiple trophies everybody's dancing there's accordion music i've literally never seen him happier his entire life um look at him like he's he's goofy dancing oh, he's hugging everybody uh he watch this at the end like he just is like he's shaking he's shimmying he's Dude. singing <laughs> He's kissing people, hugging people. Look, everybody's excited for him. He got his whole family around. Everybody knows how much this means to him. He has a live band. 
everybody's dancing. Can this we, is this is true happiness. True happiness. Uh, Alyssa, I don't, are you able to pull up the uh, second clip that we we saw him uh, celebrating the NBA championship? Okay. Well, what is this? Okay. Oh, no problem. So we so we hands with the champagne. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Heads. <laughs> God. That's the. Di- this is the NBA championship. Uh, not kissing anybody. Um, no jolly shuffling or dancing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Didn't he say he lost his MVP trophy or he didn't something? Didn't know like, where like it was. Where, where <laughs> this, this one's going to be. He's framed, not going to put like that one down. He couldn't get up next to his other small trophy. He's not probably. putting that one down. That one will not leave his goddamn sight. Look at him. He's yeah. not letting anybody touch this it. This is this right here. This trophy is embarrassing. I remember the WNBA. Championship yeah, yeah. That for the All Star Game last yeah. year, and it was like too small. <laughs> like being this big. This is twice Look the size. Look how big this is, man. But again, nobody's this allowed is, to touch this. This is thing. as big as his torso. A seven foot man. That's a big torso. <laughs> this is this is huge. Wow. Is there a second trophy right there? Yes, dude. We don't know. He's probably the MVP of the horse race. He's, probably not, <laughs> he's just stacking things up. We Nikola Jokic is living his best life. We're all just lucky to be party to it. This apparently is what the man needs to get his head right. This and rafting are the only two. And just walking his daughter in a stroller. Nikola Jokic is better than all of us. We're obsessed with basketball. He is simply tortured by it and has to perform it at the highest level it's ever been played in. Um, Dev, what a great list. Great job, dude. You know what I like? I like you, brother. Oh, You're my guy. Dude, uh, finally a good show um, out of this goddamn (laughs) podcast. I know that it's been rough for you guys for, I would say, two, three years. Uh, But I'm glad you stuck with us. You finally got the show you were asking for. Um, I'm assuming Adam Harrison vote will not be asked back. We're saving money. And we're moving forward. Um, great show, guys. And I think that wraps it up. Dev, do you think anything else you want to say? Uh, we're getting closer to the season. Uh, dude, we're deep in the offseason. We're deep in the offseason. We're 10 weeks till media day. 10 weeks? Bro. So that gives us some time. <laughs> we're probably going to come up with some lists. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be better at lists moving forward. Yeah. Dude, that was like a pretty good list. Can, Alyssa, do we have the final list we can look at just one last time? You didn't fill out the top one? Yeah. Uh, NBA players destroying pro-am leagues. <laughs> and then to just finish it off, like, thank you, Alyssa. Alyssa was oh, great Oh, Alyssa, today. great job today. Kale, uh, pack your shit. <laughs> this, is the, this is the podcast we've all been waiting for, and you finally got it. You're welcome. Uh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about bringing it up. Um, let's wrap it up. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow.